Welcome, 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 where tonight we talk sports of all sorts here inside the locker room. And hey, tonight is the time when you get it off your chest and rep your squad. And when you rep your squad, I mean, tell me why you rep your squad. Who is your squad, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, baseball, you know, I mean, as for me, you know, I'll give you my rundown. My rundown is, you know, pretty simple. You know, football, um, we talking NFL, I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, you know. If we talking basketball, I'm a diehard Laker fan. And if we talking baseball, I'm a diehard Dodgers, which game is just starting right about now. One game playoff. So tonight we're going to have some good topics here tonight, though. We're going to talk about uh, – let me give you a little rundown of what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about one of the questions. Will the Chiefs win their division? Mm. And number two is who is the MVP leader so far in the NFL? Who do you think? Hmm. Some might say a certain little man, but we shall see. Another question, does Jimmy G get his starting job back? 
hmm, out there in 49er land. And um, then we digress a little bit and we move right over into basketball. With all the vaccine uh, uproar that people are anti-vax and doing their things, it's finally hitting in the NBA. And that one person has put, stuck his foot in the ground in the sand and said, hey, I don't have to play, I, but he's going to lose a lot of money. We're talking about Kyrie Irving. But what about this question? What should you expect from Zion Williamson this year? That's another one. And then here's another tidbit, back into football again. Is Devin Hester really a Hall of Famer? Hmm, Devin Hester, really a Hall of Famer. We're going to go into a little detail on that. And then another one. And final topic, Stephen A. Smith, you know, well-renowned, great guy, you know, from ESPN, representing ESPN in first take. He had his own top five in football. So we're going to discuss that and see maybe do, do you think he left out some teams that should be in the top five. So, hey, hey, what do you think? Tonight is going down. So, hey, let me uh, break this down to y'all. If you want to get in queue, you got something you want to say, get off your chest. And remember, we're talking sports of all sorts, right? NFL, football, basketball, baseball, track and field, maybe even some MMA, maybe. I, I'm not saying can't talk about it, but, hey, if you, maybe that's what you want to discuss. So let's do it. Let's start with our first uh, discussion here. Will the Chiefs? meaning the Kansas City Chiefs win their division? Very interesting question. The reigning AFC Chiefs, the champs, the last two years, they haven't really been firing on all cylinders, right? The first part of the season, the first month of the season, the offense is still, you know, like they're trying to figure out its way, right? And that's kind of difficult to be the Kansas City Chiefs trying to figure something out. They're second in total offense. But the bad thing is not the offense. They're doing good. It's the defense. They have the 31st ranked defense in the league. And on top of that, they have a three and uh, three turnover ratio. So they're giving up the ball pretty much. Even, you know, Patrick Mahomes, boy. <laughs> Even he has been throwing some interceptions. So they're turning the ball over and not getting getting it back. They're not taking it back, right? The defense needs to step up, don't you think? The Chiefs will have uh, – they still have five more playoff teams on their schedule. One is including my boys, the Buffalo Bills, and then they have the Washington football team. Then they play Tennessee. They have that bad man, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Then they play the Chargers. And then they play Pittsburgh. Sad, sad situation in Pittsburgh. Also, think about it. The Broncos haven't really played anyone of note until they <laughs> played Baltimore, and Baltimore put a foot on them. But then you think about the Raiders and what happened with the Raiders in that division with the Chargers beating them. So that division is up for grabs. Really, Chargers are now leading the division, but 
they seem that they can be beat. And if my boys beat them next Sunday, ooh, you know who will be a happy camper. I sure will. Yes. So what do you think? Let's see. Let's. We have a caller here on the line. Let's see here. Caller six one five, bringing you in six one five. Six one five. How are you? Thank you for calling the locker room. What's on your mind? Hello, caller six one five. Maybe they're just listening. Okay. All right. Thank you. But, um, yeah, so here's the situation. If you want to get in queue, you, all you have to do is dial the number and then press star six and the number one to get you in queue. So, listen, as I was saying about them Kansas City Chiefs for a minute, you know, um. I really believe they're going to turn it around. I just don't want them to turn it around next week, you know, and flip the switch. Because I, th- I think they're, they are that good. It's not a, even a doubt. But their defense is a little suspect. And, hey, you never know. This might be the, the time that the defense can't hold up this year. Now, now let me ask you another question. Now, now, think about this now. Seriously, think about this. In the NFL, I know it's the first, you know, we done played four games, the first quarter of the NFL season. Who's your MVP? Who looks good enough to claim it for right now in the first part of the season, even the first month? Who looks to be? Some would say um, Kyler Murray. And, and, and when you think about Kyler Murray, and those doggone Arizona Cardinals, oof, they 4-0. They went inside the Rams' house, SoFi Stadium. Good buddy of mine. You know, I know I, I, he had tickets, and, uh, you know, I know he was he was glad he didn't really get a chance to go to that game because, you know, that, that, was a, that was a hurtful game. It was a good game for Arizona fans, but a hurtful game for the Rams. So check this out. They have wins now, two playoff teams against two playoff teams, and the Rams are one of those teams in their own division, and then the other was the Tennessee Tennessee Titans, who some believe that the Rams were the best team in football as of last week, but until they met up with Arizona. So does that put Arizona as the number one squad in the NFC. You see, they have ranked number one offense, thanks to Kyler Murray. He's fifth in touchdowns. He's third in yards. He's third in rushing touchdowns. This dude is a little man, and he's doing all this. And it's hard to say that they aren't the best team right now. I wouldn't say the best team in the NFL, but, they are maybe the best team in the NFC right now. But is he the best player on the best team? Kyler Murray, is he right now the front runner for MVP for the first half of the season? You know, I, I was looking at 
some things around the league, trying to picture out what um, what um, people are saying. And, uh, you know, I was kind of curious. I was kind of curious. And I'm, I want to see what people think. Uh, I see a few people are inboxing and, and, and texting as well. I, I just want to think, with the – it, this, let's focus on the NFC first. The NFC has the Rams in the West who lost, and then the Rams are also playing this coming up Thursday night, Seattle, in Seattle. The Rams find it hard to win it then, but, you know, Seattle's defense is a little suspect. But uh, I think that they could do that up there. I think they could still, the Rams could still bounce back. But here's the question. In the NFC, especially in the NFC where Green Bay Packers is, I still hold true that in the end, it will be the Rams and it will be the Green Bay Packers to represent the NFC Championship game. I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to that. I'm not going to back down. That was my my preseason pick, and I'm still going to keep it because I think the Rams can do that. I think the Rams can still hold it down in the NFC. But they are beatable. And, yeah, we've seen Aaron Rodgers and – and Rodgers get beat at the beginning, but y'all better watch out. That bad man, he's been doing it again. You know, he's doing it again. So, hey, you know, we're we going to see what he what he has in store. But what do you think? I'm going to go back to the line. Let me see what this, if this caller is ready now. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Area code 615, coming to you. What's on your mind? Thank you for calling. What's going on? 615? It is I, C double 34 Music. Um, you were talking about Daffy Duck, a.k.a. Wheezy Jefferson and stuff. <laughs> you know, Stephen A. Yeah, yeah. So what you got to say about Stephen A? Go right ahead. Get it off your chest. Well, I think he's just a little bit too much. My big question to you would have been, who's a hotter uh-huh. person, Joy Taylor or Molly Kerum Rose? Uh-huh. Um, honestly, if I had a pick, Molly, would, Mo- Molly wouldn't be it. It would be Joy. I kind of figured you'd say that, even though she's I, I would take Joy to me even though she's kind yeah. of masculine to me, but, you know, that's another subject. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, man, Joy is nice-looking lady, man. Yeah, she's nice-looking. And, nice her, looking, and her, she, her brother played in the league, you know? Yeah, that's, that's... but she's taking on her brother's character. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like more hung low than the mother ones, especially Kyle oh, Howard, man. because, you know, he kisses Brady's behind, so that's the whole point. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So let, let me ask you a question while I got you on the line here, since you brought up Stephen A. 
You yeah. brought him up, right? Yeah, so Stephen A. in his top five pick for the NFL, his top five teams, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, listen closely who he puts in his top five. Number one, number, I mean, the number five team was the Packers. Number mm-hmm. four was my team, Buffalo Bills. Number three, he had the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Number two, the Cowboys. And number one, he has Arizona. Which team is missing? Which teams are missing? There's, there's significantly some teams that should be on this list, and I believe my team should be ranked lower than a four. They should be closer to a two. Okay. So go go right ahead. I know. See what you say. Okay. First off, I'm a Steeler fan, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. You should have acted like Dennis Green in Week One. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I was you should have said the Steelers are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we let them off the. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because my team. We came out. Whole... We came out lax. We came out lax. Yes. Look, my team has Al Bundy at quarterback right now. That ain't Big Ben no more. That's Al Bundy. <laughs> oh, I'm just man. saying that right now. Man, Pig okay. Bundy okay. can run. Pig Bundy can run rings around him right by now. Okay, but to answer your question, Arizona should not be number one, even though they're undefeated. I say the Rams uh-huh. should be in there. I would okay. say the Rams should be in there because when even though the Rams there, lost to Arizona. Yeah. Okay. I, I, there's something about the Rams, and I don't know what it is, but it's something about them. Because it's not the Buccaneers to me. So you wouldn't put the Buccaneers on your top on the top five to replace anybody? Let me see. Okay. You said Arizona. You said the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Who else? You said Buffalo. Uh-huh. Who uh-huh. else? You said the Chargers. The Packers. And, who, and the Packers. The Packers. The Packers. Mm. Uh-huh. Dang. I would replace <laughs> Arizona because I think Arizona is a fluke. Oh, okay. Okay. I think Arizona is a fluke. Well, uh, let me give you let me give you two other teams. Okay. What about Cleveland? I think they will not get to the Super Bowl. I don't think they'll get to the AFC Championship. Well, I don't think they. Kansas will get City is missing. But then again, Kansas City doesn't have their defense yet. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you would put the Rams in there. You would take out Arizona, put the Rams in. You would keep mm-hmm. the Cowboys in there? Cowboys, I would not but make I don't think they, they, they wouldn't make it. Not, not at okay. number two. Because here's the okay. reason. They just got rid of Jake. Jalen Smith. How do you get mm-hmm. rid of him? Yeah. I, I don't even know how, why they got rid of him. It makes no sense. So, no. I would put them at five. Packers would be a, mm-hmm. up at, um, I think the Bills should be three. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I don't, wait a minute. You said Chargers. Mm-hmm. I got to look at their defense a little bit more. 
But they did real good against the Raiders. The Raiders who yeah, was undefeated. I know they got Bosa. I know they got Bosa. I know they got Duran yeah. James. Right. And I'm liking Zach from Safe by the Bell. That's what I call Justin Herbert. Zach from Safe by the Bell. But, um, hey. Yeah, I got the Rams number one. Okay. So let me ask another question for you while I got you here. I'm, I'm sure. going to just hit you with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you sound like a man who knows about football. Is Devin Hester a true Hall of Famer as a kick is, and punt returner? Is he up? Would for you Hall say of yes fame? or no? Say that again. Is he up for the Hall of Fame? Yes, number one ballot. Huh? Yes. I don't. And they said, know. and and he will be the first punt and kick returner in NFL history. Oh, man. Mm-mm, I can't say so. I can't say that. Because I'm thinking of Gail Sayers, who used to do it, and he got in, but he was mainly mm-hmm. running back. Yeah, he's running back. You got Billy. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, Billy White Shoes John. Billy White Shoes. Yeah. I agree with that, too. But um, they were giving it to the Devin case, Hester. The X Factor, Dante Hall. He yep. should be in there. That <laughs> that's, now, that's who I would mean, you in my, you must in my, you're in my note sack right now, man. You, I was going to mention him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Look, I, and I, I thought Devin he Hester. was better than Devin Hester. Look, I love Devin I, Hester. He's from the U. And not mm-hmm. to mention, when that, that Super Bowl, that historic Super Bowl happened, the first thing I said when I saw the game, don't kick the ball to him. What did oh, they do? Oh, yeah. 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 And they kick it to him. And he will run him back, though. He 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 was dangerous. But, yeah, but, you know. No, he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay, so let me ask you another question here. Um, I'm going to hit you with with my, before I open, go to another person here. Okay, here, here's another one. Mm-hmm. We're going to switch from football to basketball because i know you're a laker fan i, I know this about 75 you. ever since 75 when kareem signed on the dotted line yes. <laughs> okay so so here's the deal we're gonna talk lakers for a second but then we're gonna talk about one important issue should mm-hmm. brooklyn nets trade kyrie irving should they trade him and if so, see, to who? See, I'm not. I'm. I'm not taking the vax. I'm not taking the jab. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Kyrie on that. But this is mm-hmm. the NBA. I asked somebody on a thread on Facebook. I said, "Is he broke? Does he no. have generational wealth?" Didn't he win a chip? Uh-huh. If so, and there's 95% that's already got the jab, so why are y'all sweating them? Uh-huh. In other words, <laughs> give him a weekly test, and he'll be fine. So you know he's missing 380 Plus thousand dollars per game. Okay. <laughs> per game. And 
again, and 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 that's broke. That's just home games. That's right. Is he broke? But in other states, that he's not available to play because of their sanctions or vaccine, you know, situation. He it it's still that's more money. Mm-hmm. So he is scheduled to only, and it's only eighty-two game season. He's on par to miss over fifty-two games, or, or almost sixty. Right, including the playoffs. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it really? I'm not saying it's not worth it, but. You you know how people say you got to take a stand for something, but if you if it's affecting your livelihood that much, maybe maybe he do have enough money, mm-hmm. maybe. But to lose that after you 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 were on a team the same team last year, and you was taking these mental health breaks and all of that, right? Okay. But to come into the season now and do what you're doing, I'm not. I'm not seeing his, you know, his mindset on that, you know, because that's a. I mean, to the average man, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And in in three, you he missed three games. Three games. That's he. He's almost a meal ticket for three games. Right over a meal ticket for three games. Just three basketball games, and we're talking forty. I mean, uh, fifty-two to almost sixty games. So, you, if you do the math, three times sixty is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got people in in who who plays basketball in the streets who ain't making half of that, a tenth of that, and they wish they had the opportunity, and this is someone who has it, and like, wow. But, I mean, Andrew Wiggins did the same thing for a minute until he said, nah, man, I, I want my money. Uh-huh. I want my money. But he said it was forced. Yeah, yeah, because, see, for him being in California, it's definite a situation, you know, and he's on a team in a state that 95% of everybody in sports has to be, you know, um, vaccinated. Yeah. You know, they have to be in order to play or they can't play. They can't even come to the stadium. They can't even work out. They can't do anything with the team. So you're you're holding out unless you was a person person like let's just say uh let's just say a former player. Let's just say Dr. J. Dr. J was in the league today making the money that they made. Okay? And he decided, look, I could walk away. I done made enough money. I'm good. A lot of these right. players can't say that. Right. Because a lot of them don't have the money that they think they have. That's another topic. Or you know, they got the superstardom 
because you mentioned Dr. J, the one guy that I compared uh-huh. to Dr. J when he first came in the league was LeBron James. Uh huh. And you know LeBron was gonna gonna take that jab. He was gonna take it because he's a superstar. He's uh-huh. one of the faces of the NBA. Right. And uh, you you uh, don't want to miss out on the the money aspect yeah. of that. Your brand means everything in the NBA. But you know, I got an answer, a couple of answers for that question that you got for me. Okay. You ever heard of this guy named Mahmoud Abdul Rauf? Yes, I. That, yes, he was a. He played on Denver. Yes. Yep. Yes. And of course, you've heard of Colin Kaepernick. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. They How took the stand, and did they lose and to take the stand? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I now see on both of them, and I'm glad you brought that up. On both of them, uh, I was thankful enough to have seen both of them play. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mahmoud, when he got in trouble, when he got black, black, blatantly blacklisted, blackballed. Yep. Right? Yep. At the height of his career, it was he was elevating. He was probably the point guard, the best point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay? And yep. to be shunned away the way he was and no one touched him at a point when he could have got paid, no one touched him because of his religious belief. Right. Now, we flipped it. Well, that had to be, I think that was 17 years later, maybe 18 years later, with Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. Right. Now, I heard a statement made by NFL players, and NFL players who, when Cap was taking the knee and they was like, we want players to take a knee. And they were like, nah, if the owner said we can't do it, you know, they, they didn't want to take a knee because they didn't want to mess up their money. But they was willing to make mess up their money for not having to take the shot. Mm-hmm. And you left a man hanging on the island because he was standing up for police brutality and justice. But you right. left a man on the, on the island. But for, and you said you didn't want to mess up your money, but you was willing to mess up your money for a vaccine shot. So here's the last point I'm going to, last question I'm going to ask. And I'm going Uh to be biblical on this one. What profits a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Yeah. True point. True point. But then on on the other side of that, too, you got to have a soul in order to lose it. If you don't, if you don't, and if you spite every, despite everything you stood for, and for person, let's just jump back to Kyrie, and Kyrie says, "Hey, I'm I'm standing." For this, and you got he got his family sick. Mm-hmm. 
because he didn't take the shot. Or then it was someone close to him. How would he feel then? Because you're not exempt from catching it. Mm-hmm. You're not exempt. You don't have a S on your chest that says, I can't get sick. Because even people with the vaccine can get sick. The vaccine is not a cure-all. It's a protection factor. Mm-hmm. And everyone says, hey, but, hey, I digress on that, you know. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. We got a couple of little other t- some topics that are still going bra- to you know, break in here. And if you feel free, you want to comment on some more, you know, I'm going to take a little short break here, and then I'm going to hit right. back with um, a- another basketball question in regards to – Zion Williamson. So, uh, all right. So, uh, thank you, man. And and if you want to chime back in, come on back in. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you. That was C Double Thirty Four hanging out here in the locker room talking sports. Man, he brought us some good, good points. Man, you know it's good to talk to somebody that really that know what they're doing. You know, know what they're talking about. That's that's good. Makes the show go. But, uh, hey, we're going to take a quick little break here. And uh, when we do this break, man, look, I just want to see what people think in regards to Zion Williamson. And the problem I have with Zion will be manifested tonight. Right. So. Let's uh, take a short little break, and when we come back from that break, if you got something else you want to discuss, get it off your chest, let's make that happen, all right? So right about now.
You want to talk sports? You want to rep your squad? This is the place to do it on T315 Radio. Come and holler at me inside the locker room where we talk sports of all sorts. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. We had an interesting conversation on our last call with um, C Double Thirty Four Music, and uh, brother brought up some good topics, brought up some good uh, rebuttal points, and uh, yeah, that's that's what keeps the show going, y'all. That's what keeps the show. It's an interaction, you know, and you know we just we're inside the locker room talking about sports, just like we would do in the barbershop anywhere else. You got something on your chest? You want to rep your squad? Hey, let's do it right now. Get it out in the open. Hey, but uh, here's a question that I was posing at the last uh, break here. My question dealt with Zion, and uh, what should we what should be expected of Zion this year? Does he take another leap, or does he step back? You know, he's been in the league a few years now. So let's let's go into depth. You know that Zion was touted to be the next superstar, like uh, the next LeBron, right? And uh, I don't think he's really reaching that level, being the next LeBron coming out of college. You know, he averaged um, 27 points, seven rebounds, four assists last year, and he even made the all-star team, which was good. But um, his teammate now, a former Laker, Brandon Ingram, also made the all-star team, and he had also an awesome year for himself. And then Lonzo playing point guard, but their record was 31-41, and 41, 11th in the West, and then they wind up missing the playoffs. And they're a very young team. Don't get me wrong, a young team. They had a couple of sprinkled veterans in there, but, um, you know, wasn't that. And see, now Zion is in his third year, and on top of that, he's on his third coach. He also just had surgery on his foot, wow, which is kind of another knock against him because you're that young and you're having surgery again. Um, You didn't have knee injury. You didn't have, you know, uh, now your foot. So another injury concern for him. And the expectations and hype that's placed upon him, he needs to make it to the postseason this time around. Right, especially with his draft classmate John Morant. Remember him? John Morant, the guard, playing very well and making the playoffs with an even worse team than Zion had. Think about that. Memphis Grizzlies was in the playoffs with John Morant was balling, and Zion was sitting in the cheap seats watching it go down. So, what say you? Do you figure? that John Morant is a better pick than Zion because Zion is not proven yet, right? Or is he proven and he still got ways to go? You know, I believe, I believe John Morant is a better player. I do believe that. 
That's just my gut feeling. I watched him, that kid play, and that kid can ball. And uh, and not only that, he takes it takes his teams and makes them better. That's the missing piece with Zion. See, he wasn't the team, the player that made his team better. Really, the team that made his team better was Ingram, formerly of the Lakers. Ingram came out of a shell. Ingram was a baller. So Ingram showed that he was even better than another former Laker. I don't care to mention his name on my show, but uh, he's always dyeing his hair. was focused on that instead of putting the ball in the hoop. When he had legends, one, not just one legend, you got two great players playing next to you, handing you the keys to the kingdom, and you couldn't carry the team. It's okay. It's okay. I digress. But, yeah. So let's move it on. Let's keep it moving. So back to what we was talking about here. We're going to go to baseball. Baseball real quick. Now, I am going to say, after seeing the Yankees lose, after seeing the Yankees lose, it kind of didn't surprise me. You know, they lost to the Red Sox, a rivalry, and it didn't surprise me. You know what surprised me, though, because, only because why it didn't surprise me? Because they really weren't clicking on all cylinders all year until they picked up a couple of good players, and then that player just decided, okay, I'm going to get on my back for a little while, but when – they went on that little win streak, and everybody was saying Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. But I was like, Nah, I, I don't, I don't see that, you know. But uh, here's another question: Do you think that the Red Sox got a team? You know, because I, I don't have faith in the Red Sox either in, in American League, you know. But I will say who I think. Now, everyone's talking about the San Francisco Giants. But uh, truth be told, I think my Dodgers can do some things. With Mad Max over there, you know, and uh, making it happen, I believe that we can do that with, with Bueller over there, you know, Urias over there. That's a, that's a formidable three pitching staff, three pitchers who can take that staff and that team and rock with it, even with Kershaw being Kershaw. He's not Kershaw, but, you know, he's just there. But what do you think? Who's your team? Do you have a team in the NFC? I mean, in the the National League or the American League? That's something to keep an eye on since baseball is coming to is in the playoffs starting already and let's think about this. What about another quick comment in regards to football before we close out the show? 
Does Jimmy G get his spot back? We all know Jimmy G from the 49ers, right? Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you think that Trey Lance now will get the start and say, hey, you had a chance, give it up? And do you think that the team, especially that defense over there, will rally around the young Trey Lance? You know, let me give you something. Jimmy G is likely to miss next week's game, right? So Arizona against Arizona, and so Trey Lance will start against Arizona, right? The biggest issue with Jimmy G for his entire career, just think about it, since he was in the Patriots organization, he's always staying injured. The 49ers gave him gave up their future for the next couple of years and for Trey Lance. You see, he's definitely starting next year, I would believe. But what if he plays well? What if he beats, as Stephen A. calls him, the best team in America, the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday? And he could. If that defense holds up the par and gets to uh, Kyler Murray, he could. They, they, have to, they have a bye the week after that. So Jimmy G will have gotten like two weeks of rest and he should be back healthy. But if Trey Lance can perform well, I mean, against a really good team, division-leading team, should the 49ers stick with him? Do they say, hey, we're going to stick with uh, the youngster, Jimmy G, you to back up? Because they can't afford to lose games in that division. With the Rams and Seattle and Arizona, they, they get further and further back, right? So they need stability at the position of quarterback. So again, is Jimmy G really the guy? Can he do it or can Trey Lance take the rim? Hey, y'all, I just want to say thank y'all for coming through, man. All y'all texts and everything coming in and the hot topics and stuff. I appreciate y'all. And uh, let me give you a little rundown. Uh, so this Saturday on uh, Tigers 315 Radio is uh, Majestic Ink, our poetry, fire, fire, this coming Saturday. And then Sunday, you can always catch me on the chill zone where we sit back and relax to some smooth sounds of some old school R&B and some jazz, and we just get it in. And then this coming Wednesday, it will not be the locker room, but we flip it over and we turn it upside down to where we are inside the basement where we're jamming some old-school hip-hop and R&B and uh, some old-school 80s pop music at that. You know, y'all don't know about that, but check me out anyway. Hey, y'all, I just want to say thank y'all for coming and hanging out with me, hanging out with me, and uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, C-Double, for holding it down on the comments and, and, and uh, coming in with some hot topics and my people who was texting me, y'all was texting me some other topics, and that was good. I appreciate that. Cause I, I didn't get a chance to talk about the Raiders, though. I, I didn't talk about the Raiders. I meant to talk about them, 
But we'll see how they do next next in the next two weeks when I come back. We'll see what they do because uh, I don't have faith in John Gruden. I just want to put that out there. You know, John Gruden mm, gave that man too much money to do nothing. That's just my take on that, you know. But what do you think? Football, basketball, baseball ending? Hey, everything's going in full swing. So, hey, I just want to say thank you all again. And let me see what I'm going to close out with here. I think I am going to I'm gonna go old school. Go old school. Y'all be safe out there. Protect yourself and protect each other. Thank y'all for listening to the locker room.